Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai, Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margot. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you are listening to Prismatic Guard, a We Play RPGs production! And I, 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 am Eli Royal, your host! Joined by... Hi, I'm Abby, and I play Flint, and I don't know what's going on. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax, and I think that echo effect might be a little annoying. I am Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. Foot, foot, foot. No, I kind of like it. Yeah. I'm Mark. I'm... God. I'm <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> I have become Margot. Damn. Destroyer of worlds. The Echo has thrown her off her game. <laughs> Did I ever have game before that, though? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm Ashley. Cool. I play Margot. <laughs> I mean, well, excuse me for av- trying to add a little gravitas to the situation. Dramatic Echo. No. Gravitas? You're not... A villain. Uh, Yet. Well, that's a... That's a thing. That's a callback. I would argue he's multiple villains and multiple I'm heroes and multiple villain. random people. He is eternal. He is everything and everyone. I am Iron Man. <laughs> Not. That's true. I take responsibility for my actions. Yeah, you're Captain America. Oh, you also aren't a billionaire and don't own a power suit. That's yeah. true. I'm also not a playboy. Yeah, there's a lot of re- and you're also not modeled after Howard Hughes, so there's a lot of reasons you're not Iron Man. That's true. It all adds up. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by my mom's new puppy, Princess Daisy. Aww. And no, before anyone asks, my mother has no idea that Nintendo has a character named Princess Daisy. My great-grandmother's name was Daisy, and my nieces insisted that she had to be Princess Daisy. That checks out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this episode is also brought to you by Metallic Dice Games. They sell resin dice, metal dice, stone dice, dice towers, dice bags, dice trays. Um, some of their resin dice glow in the dark, which is always a lot of fun. Jerry has a set that have uh, dried flowers inside of the resin dice, and the numbers glow. It rules. Yeah, and I've got two sets of metal dice and a set of amethyst dice. My dad has a set of their misfit stone dice. We uh we dig their products here in the We Play RPGs family. And I use the term family loosely because we are a uh, faceless corporate entity that lacks a soul. This is true. I have no face. None of us have faces. 
I'm not oh, no God. face from Spirited Away. No, you're just a soulless corporate no face. <laughs> you know what I am? Slender Man. No, 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 Slender Man. And now that we have guaranteed that Metallic Dice Games is going to revoke their sponsorship of this podcast, <laughs> you can go to MetallicDiceGames.com and use their coup- use our coupon code PLAYITFORWARD for 10% off your entire order. And we are also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee. They have D&D-themed coffee blends. My favorite right now is Initiative because it has a nice toffee flavor to it. Uh, toffee with a T. And each bag has D&D-themed or fantasy-themed artwork on it, be it actual artwork or even a photo of a cosplayer. Um, and it's some good shit. It's actually worth collecting and doing stuff like that. Uh, Ashley, I believe you have some of the artwork up on your recording space. I get to look at it every time we record. And when I'm editing audio. And uh, they credit... Every artist, which is a big reason why we are affiliates of Found Familiar Coffee. And if you go to foundfamiliar.com slash play it forward, you can get 10% off your entire order. Mm-hmm. And finally, this episode is also brought to you by me. Not just because I'm the head of this podcast network and also run almost every single fucking game we have, but, but also... Because if you go to royalartisanprops.com, click on support us, and go to the Etsy link, use the coupon code LISTENER for 10% off your entire order. And last time, you guys had broken into the IOO office. (laughs) Imperial Observations Office office. And... Rovarth and Margot had accidentally given your location away by teleporting into the vault. But did they give away their own location in the vault way? Because isn't the vault like, you know, a thick door with a bunch we'll of find stone, out about it. stone walls? You'll find out. Do worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I have anxiety. I worry about everything. You Facts. should. Don't worry. Mmm. <laughs> So, we open up, and Margot, it is your turn, because you guys rolled initiative at the end of the episode. Margot, you are in a room that is about 40 by 45 feet. And there is actually not a lot of space between these uh, file cabinets. Like, there's enough space to open the file cabinets. Okay. Um, what's surprising is that the room's actually pretty warm. And um, it is well lit, but they're lit by uh, light lanterns, which are just lanterns that have the light cantrip. Mm. Uh, so they don't produce heat. Or smoke. Okay. Well, I mean, Margot doesn't know if there's anything going on out there, so she's going to start looking around. Um, You're looking for information on Elric? Yeah. All right, roll investigation. Um, I got a 15 for investigation. Okay, so you're... 
You've got a pretty good idea of where to look, but it's going to take you more than one round to find anything. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that check is going to carry over. Okay, that's good. But until situations change, that's I'm just going to... Basically, when it comes to your turn, I'm just going to ask if you're going to do anything differently. Yeah. And if you are, we'll handle that. If not, then we move on. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, Roscoe. Someone, it sounds like someone is approaching the room you're in. All right, and I'm still invisible, right? Yes. Okay, I'm just, can I just stealth to try not to be noticed? Um, yeah. Roll with advantage. Because I'm really trying to avoid combat right now. Yeah. Uh, thank, thank goodness for second rolls. That would be... That's a four on 20. Okay. Uh, were you going to do anything else with your turn? No. Okay. Then that means it is now Rovarth. I'm also going to investigate for documents uh, relevant to finding. Of course, now the name's gone Elric. Okay. Oof. I am not great at investigation, though. That is a total of. Hold on, gotta find my skill. Zero, so seven. Okay, you're searching too. You just kind of go in a different direction than Margot did. Yeah, and we're gonna do the same thing with you that we're doing with Margot. Okay. Uh, Flint. Yes. Um, you're in the same situation Roscoe is. I'm going to roll to stealth because I'm not trying to fight people right now. Okay. Uh, That's a 16. Okay. All right. Um, um, Somebody walks up and opens the door and looks in and clearly doesn't see either of you. And Margot is still searching. So, Roscoe, this person appears to be uh, about to step into the room. And this room you're in is only about 15 feet by 15 feet. Okay, um... I think you're... I think Roscoe's smart and wise enough to know that if they start investigating this room and you're still in it, they're gonna find you, invisible or not. Like, the room's right. just not big enough. So I'm just trying to think. Just looking at my options real quick. Sorry for the delay. Um, I mean, one of the options is to sneak past them into the larger room. Yep. So, like, are they just are they just in the doorway right now? Yeah, or? right now they're just in the doorway. They haven't actually entered the room yet. Okay, so I'll just wait until they enter the room, and when they enter the room, I'll try to sneak by them. Okay. Rovarth, I assume you're still searching. Yes. Uh, Flint. Yes. Flint's gonna try to sneak out of the room. It's tiny. He doesn't want to, you know, okay. have this dude bump into him. Fifteen. 
Alrighty. Um, you managed to slip past this guy, and you are now standing in between. These guys don't have like traditional guard uniforms. You know, they are all wearing uh, three of the five guys in this room, because you can see them all now in this uh, 40 foot by 45 foot room. Three out of five are wearing chainmail, but it's a very high quality chainmail. And two out of the five are wearing plate armor. And you are currently standing up against a wall in between one of them that has chainmail and one of them that has plate mail. Mm-hmm. I'm in danger. Um, <laughs> and that really only used one, two. Well, actually, that used up all of your movement because you were stealthing. Yeah. I'll. I can't really do much right now, but... Um... Okay. So this guard uh, takes a step into the room and is going to investigate. And what was Roscoe's stealth check? 20. Oh, you were gonna, he stepped into the room, so actually your thing activates. You can now roll stealth with advantage to try and... Well, disadvantage to squeeze past him, advantage for being invisible at... You know, flat roll. Well, I rolled a 20 on both rolls, so yeah. 25. Uh, so you managed to slip past him yep. as uh, he steps further into the room and continues investigating. And he calls out, um, no one's in here. And the other guards are still on alert. Um but they don't really know, don't seem to really know what to do. Uh, Margo, as you're investigating the room, you notice that there is a, uh, like a wood stove at the far end of the room where the heat's coming from. Uh Um, But the first thing you notice, because of your, just your passive perception, there's no wood. That's weird. I'm going to point that out to Robarth. Okay. Are you doing anything else? Uh, can I investigate that? Yeah. Uh, roll again? Uh, no, because you just walk over and open the wood stove, and there is a... Not small. It's probably about from snout to tail a foot long <gasps> lizard <laughs> uh, with black and red scales. And these bright orange eyes. And it opens its mouth. And its mouth is glowing red. Oh no. Um, go ahead and roll animal handling for me. And then also roll uh, nature. Fourteen for animal handling, and you said nature for mm-hmm. the other one. I'm not trained in that at all. <sighs> Eleven. Okay. 
you have no idea what this lizard is. Um, but I mean, you manage to calm it enough that if you wanted to, you could reach in and pet it. I'm gonna pet it. Yeah, it's it's sitting. It has a bed of ashes. And when you pet it, you realize this is where all the heat's coming from. Sweet little baby angel. And that's your turn. Roscoe. Um, the room you're in, like I said, it's uh, 45 feet wide, 40 feet long. You can see what is clearly the vault door because it is a heavy steel door uh, up against the eastern wall about 10 feet away from you. But about 35 feet away from you is a regular door leading east. And those appear to be the only doors in the room. But there are tables and desks in the room and paperwork. Okay. Um, Is there any... I'm guessing there's a few... There's people still in the room. Yes, there are... Two guards of some kind, two agents, observers in plate mail, and two observers in chain mail, and then obviously the one behind you in that bedroom. All right. For now, I will just try to move away from the people as best I can. Okay. Like, I mean, what? where Um, are you trying to go? I don't want to go too far from the doorway. Actually, I'm just going to try to maybe move to the side. Because what I'm going to do is when that guy comes back in, I'm going to try to slip through again before he closes the door. Okay. Even though I'll be invisible, I don't want to be stuck in that room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roworth, I assume you go to look at whatever it is that Margo's looking at. Yeah, I'll look over to where Margo to see what she's looking at. And once Margo I realize... is like halfway into this wood stove. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, well, do I see her petting some strange creature? No. You know that there is heat coming from the wood stove, and that Margot is leaned into it. But, Margot, come, stop messing with that. Come on, we gotta find these files. But it's a baby. I don't, come on. But look at him. We got a job to do. You have no idea what she's talking. You can't see into it. Can I pick it up? Or him up? Um, you can try in your turn. Okay. But that's that's what I say, and I go back to investigating. <laughs> All right. Flint. So, um, the guy, the, one of these guards people's investigating the room right now. Mm-hmm. Right? And the other four out in the larger room that you and, well, you have no idea if Roscoe's out or not. Does it look like the guy that's investigating the room is almost done? Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to sneak back in there. And roll for me. 18. All right. You are confident that he did not notice you step in and then kind of step to the side of the doorway? Cool. That ends my turn. And yeah, he goes to leave the room. So Roscoe, go ahead and make a roll. That would be an 18. Alrighty. You are confident that you got back in without anyone noticing. Fantastic. 
I'm going to keep these initiatives, but there's actually no point to be an initiative right now. All right. So, Margo, you can go ahead and roll animal handling to see if you can, if this lizard will let you pick it up. 13. Okay. Yeah, it lets you pick it up. <gasps> um, it seems like it's accustomed to being handled. Oh. Rovarth, look, it's a little baby. And Rovarth, you can go ahead and roll uh, nature for me. All right. Oh, boy. I like that. Uh, not good. That's a zero or a one. <laughs> you have you have no idea what this thing is. It's just a foot long lizard. And I hate it because I know exactly what it is as a person. But anyway. <laughs> no, I don't think you do. No, I don't. But I have an idea. <laughs> I have a vaguest of ideas. <laughs> One of your Yildar things, probably. But anyway. <laughs> uh, Margo, with your perception, your passive perception, this appears to be paper ash. Oh, no. I mean, you're a room full of paper, so it's not necessarily the stuff you're looking for. Okay. It's just that the ash, there's no wood ash. Okay. I mean, I'll point it out to Rovarth and let him know, like, that's... uh. That's not wood ash. That's more like papers. So I don't know what they've been burning. Probably any documents they don't need anymore that they don't want to fall in the wrong hands. Okay. You might right. guess. You guys go ahead and make another uh, investigation roll. Or one of you can aid the other one. I will aid Margot. Let's not do that. <laughs> I uh I got a 4 for investigation. Well, he's aiding you, you get a pl- you get advantage. Oh, yay. No. 7. No, so we should have rolled separately cuz I when I rolled before he said I got an 18, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Alternate timeline. Yeah, you guys are having a a rough time. It's a lot of filing cabinets, okay? Yeah, it's a huge none of us, room full of filing cabinets. And none of us have thought to figure out how these are sorted. <laughs> oh. It's so funny that you took Margot with you. And it fits, because Rovarth has a low wisdom. But Flint's trained in investigation. Oh, mm. no. And Rovarth would know that. You know, I just thought Margot's the criminal. Let's bring Margot in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my yeah. old thought process. <laughs> That was my thought process, too. Oh, um, no. And it takes you... You guys don't know this, but it does take over an hour to find anything. Oh, my God. Which means, Roscoe, you have to use that coin. Yes. Which means you are down to Marco's coin. No, Margo yeah. and Rovarth both have coins. Actually, I could just cast Greater Invisibility on myself. But would that include Flint? No. Uh-oh. Because both of you become visible, because it was the same spell that made you invisible. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah, we used the coin. Yeah. Um, But eventually, uh, Margo, this lizard's just, like, hanging out on your shoulder. 
I love him. Oh god, I just imagine it's so, since she's so small, it just it just literally wrapped around her like a scarf. It looks like when that creepy dude with the goatee has an iguana on his neck, except it's not creepy. He's cute. I'm so excited right now <laughs> as a person, and I'm sure Margo is. Yeah, eventually you guys find... Uh, you keep looking for Elric, and eventually you look for firearms. And you find that uh, the manor house of the Aramlu clan is where the firearms are being produced. Uh, and they do mention Elric. What clan? Elrum? Arim Lu. Uh, phonetically spelled, it is Arim Lu. Okay. Or pronounced phonetically. I don't think I used any of those words correctly. I, mm. I don't know. <laughs> well. I mean, it's your world. I mean, those words he, have nothing to do with my world. <laughs> he meant the English language words. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Just be. But you're pretty sure you know thing. where Elric is now. Okay. Cool. Um, or at least you're pretty sure the files that you have in your hand will lead to Elric. Once we have the files, I will teleport us with Dimension Door through the the Mana Stone. Uh, the appropriate direction and distance to be back in the same room we were in. And I right. the baby with me. And He's I will coming. take Margo with me. You're going to draw their back to us. Make a stealth check real fast. Okay. Is this still with advantage or did we lose that? You lost that. Okay, 14. Okay. Has a 10. You didn't need to roll, Margo. Okay, cool. I'm the teleporter. Yeah. He, yeah. he was the, the one creating the magical effect and being visible. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That stealth check to see if he could turn invisible fast enough. Okay. Um, but I do want everyone to make stealth checks now. You will have advantage. Okay. Please Thank roll God. well. Please roll well. Thank Jura. <laughs> Uh, Margo, what'd you get? Uh, that was with stealth, or yes. Oh, sweet. Um, what did you think you were rolling? I don't know. <laughs> I think I don't know why my brain was still on investigation. I got a twenty-one. All right. Uh, Roscoe, sixteen. Rovarth. Ah, I lost my page. Uh, let's see here. Stealth 2, so that would be 19. Flint. 19! Nice. Uh, yeah. This guard runs up and flings the door open and rushes into the center of the room and sees nothing. And he steps out of the room for a moment and says, I don't know what's going on. We need to investigate this room further. The room we're in? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's funny. Two mysterious we... flashes of light. Oh, and uh, because I can only take two people, the lizard is just in the center of the room. Nah, I don't consider the lizard a person. Oh, okay. Well, he's hanging out that's on up to me. You. 
Marco still has her. I'm not going to take that away from her. Okay. I would be really upset. Gosh, I would have totally done it because I'm mean. No. See what I should do. Actually, no. I'm sorry. That interaction actually goes differently. He comes into the center of the room, looks right where Marco is, and goes, What the fuck is that lizard doing there? Hey, everybody. It's Eli. Sorry to interrupt the action on this episode of Prismatic Guard, but if you really love the world that we've crafted for you, if you really love our characters and the monsters and the NPCs, well, you now have the chance to play in that world. We have a Kickstarter for this world, Ildar, the World of Dragons, and if you go to weplayrpgs.com, click at the top of the page, support the show, you will see a link for the Kickstarter, and A, you can help us make this setting a reality, but B, you can get your hands on a copy of the world setting. Everyone involved in the project, uh, Roscoe, Margot, Flint, Rovarth, they are all playing original classes or subclasses for this setting. And you have the chance to look through all the other awesome things we have. So go ahead and head to weplayrpgs.com, top of the page, support the show, and follow that link to the Kickstarter. And if you can help us out, that would be amazing. If you can't, go ahead and just share it for us. All right, get back to the action. Yeah, because it's on top of your shoulder. You guys had to sit there and say something. Yep. (laughs) And I could have just gotten away with this scot-free. Yep. I'm sorry, but the rules demand it. damn it. So, Margo, it's your turn. (laughs) I hate all of you. Um, You know you love us. I do. Well, I'm going to pull my sword out. And if he gets any closer, I'm going to stab him. Actually, no, I'm going to run up to him and stab him. Mm. Well, I know he's going to come at me. No, I won't stab him. I I take it back. (laughs) What what are you doing? I'm going to wait for him to come at me. And if he does, then I'm going to stab him. It is a 15 by 15 room. He can't get any closer. (laughs) Never mind. All right. Like, if you're going to stab him, roll. I am going to stab him. Oh, okay. no. I had a plan. I don't know what plan that plan was. And she doesn't know, and she's scared. So I got a 25. Uh, Yeah, you hit. <laughs> okay. And let me see here. We almost high screwed this. Almost. <laughs> 12. 12 damage. Are you killing him? Or knocking him unconscious? Knocking him unconscious. Okay. So, you are uh, no longer invisible as you pull out your sword and give him a quick nick on his leg to bring him down and then hit him in the face uh, with the pommel of the weapon, knocking him unconscious. Dope. Okay. And, um, unfortunately... There is a guy 30 feet behind him in a straight line through that open doorway who just saw you do that. 
No. <laughs> and you are no uh, longer invisible. You have a bonus action, and you have a move action. Are you doing I anything wanna, with either of them? I want to run. Run where? Out. You got to be more specific. Never mind. Because you have two different doors. Uh, One is a secret door. Uh, so hang on. How many people are in that room again? In the room you were in or in the other room? The other room that saw us? Uh, like the one guy I know saw us, but how many people are in that room? You are not certain. Because mm. you never went into that room. You know that it's maybe there before the guy you knocked unconscious, there was maybe half a dozen people. Maybe less. Hmm. I feel like Ugh, I hate this. Um, I am going to go. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna attack. I don't really know what else I can do because running away is not going to uh, solve the problem. So you're going to run out of the room towards the guy that you know saw you. Oh, never mind. No, I'll run out of the secret door. Okay. Okay. That's all right. Because the secret door is... It's pretty much going to take your move action to open the secret door. Okay. Because it's it's not as simple as just, like, turning a knob. But, Roscoe, it's your turn. You were also in a position that you can see that someone saw Margot. And also probably saw Margot open the secret door. Okay. And... So Margo's knocked out one person, now she's opening the secret door in a yeah. panic. So was there... So she's going back, and just to make sure I know, understand this clearly, she's going back into the secret room. She's going back the way you came. Okay. I will... I will follow Margo because she's going to need help. Okay, she hasn't actually left the room you're in yet. Okay. So if you're not going to do anything with your turn right now, that's cool. Just let me know. No, I'm not doing anything with my turn right now. Okay. I'm going to see what happens. Rovarth. I'm going to pull a card from the Deck of Illusions. Okay. Uh, I don't know how that item works. Um, I'm currently gathering the cards necessary. Um, basically, what happens is I'm drawing a card at random. You use your action to draw a card at random from the deck and throw it in the ground at a point within 30 feet of you. An illusion of one or more creatures forms over the thrown card and remains until dispelled. Uh, they appear real of the appropriate size and behave as if they're a real creature, except it cannot do any harm. Um, while you're within 120 feet uh, and can see it, I can use my action to move it magically anywhere within 30 feet of its card. Any f physical interaction with it reveals it to be an illusion because objects pass through it. Someone who uses the action to visually inspect the creature identifies it as illusory with a successful DC-15 investigation check. The creature then appears to be translucent. Uh, it lasts until the card is moved or the illusion is dispelled. When the illusion ends, you can't use the card again. Okay. So if you have a way to get a set of playing cards... Um, actually, I think I do. I can tell you. Uh, it's face cards, and it looks like 10, 9, 8, 2, and yeah, that's it. And jokers. Six. Uh, six is hearts. nothing. 
It has to be a two, eight, nine, ten face card or uh, Joker. Just keep drawing, and I'll tell you which one's valid. It's the easy way to do it. Ace of Diamonds, a Beholder. Yeah. So a Beholder magically appears, apparently, within 30 feet of me, and then I will go to the door. The secret door. All right. Yeah. Flint, you're not in a position to be able to see this, because Rovarth, I assume you just kind of, like, flick the card towards the center of the room? Yeah. So, Roscoe, you see a Beholder just fucking appear in the center of this room. And start, like, acting menacingly. And, Rovarth, do you go through the open door to the way you came? Okay. I'm going to escape, is what my plan is. All right. Flint! Uh, first I would like to figure out if this is an illusion or not, so you what is it? You can't see it. Oh. In that case, I'm getting out the, I'm getting out this freaking room and out to the, the way Margo went. Okay. Let's get out you of here. You are right behind Brovarth. Woohoo. And that would be it. This knight immediately runs up to attack the beholder. Let's see. So he wastes his turn attacking it. Mm-hmm. And then uh see yeah, because what does it say? It specifically says And then he yells out, It's an illusion. I bought us a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah. It's kinda hard to do when it's in a small room, but uh so one of these guards comes running up. He's only able to get right up to Margo. And that's his entire turn. And the other one is able to get up into Margo's business, the one in plate mail, and he attempts to uh hit Margo with his I'm sword. I'm gonna I'm gonna dodge. Alright. He's got disadvantage. And he got an eleven. Uh so he will swing again, but you are still technically dodging. And he got a 15, which will also miss. Uh, and then one of the uh, the last guard, he runs up to attack you. Can I do two different? No, I can't. Right? Uh, I, I mean, he misses different... you regardless. Oh, okay, good. And it is now your turn. Okay. Um... Well, I am going to stab at one of them. Okay, so you have two guys in chainmail and one guy in plate mail. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, chainmail. Okay. Sixteen? That hits. Okay. Not as high as it could be, but it is a nine. All right. You cut him pretty bad. He's still up, but it it hurt. You have a second okay. attack, so what are you... I'm going to slash at the other guy in chain mail okay. next to me. The idea is to hopefully slow them down. 27. That definitely hits. Nine for damage again. All right. Again. 
you hurt him pretty bad, but he's still up and ready to fight you. Okay. I'm going to try and go through the door, if uh, at all possible, Like as, as far as using you my movement. You can go through the door. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. But all three enemies will get to tax opportunity. Oh, no, screw that. I'll just stay in my spot. Okay. Roscoe, there is currently a guard and chainmail in between you and the exit, and Margo is currently trying to fight them. Okay, um... There are several guards around Margo, right? Three. Currently, Three. right next to you, there's one in plate mail and one in ch- uh, chain shirt. Okay, the one in plate mail, I am going to attempt Crown of Madness one. Okay. Um, he must mm. make a wisdom save DC 16. All right. He is a humanoid, right? Yes. Yes, he is uh, specifically a human. Cool. Uh, you're lucky I'm a kind and benevolent GM. I accidentally had him roll with dis- accidentally had him roll with disadvantage, and he got a 22 and a 19. And I went, well, he doesn't have disadvantage. I should have him roll again. And then he got a 3. You are kind and gentle, and I admire you. <laughs> what does Crown of Madness do? Um, the charm target must use its action before, more, before moving on each turn to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that you mentally choose. Ooh. Yeah, so you are no longer invisible, because you have cast this spell. And a twisted crown of thorns appears on his head. I believe it says, uh, twisted crown of jagged iron thorns. Yeah, and madness (laughs) glows in its eyes. Oh, boy. Uh, That's great. All right. So this is a concentration spell, so if you were to say, cast greater invisibility, Crown of Madness would go away. Yes. Understood. Uh, is there anything you wanted to do with your move or bonus action? Um, I will give Margot Bardic inspiration. All right. Cool. Rovarth. And just so you know, the target can make a wisdom, wisdom say at the end of each of its turns. Okay. To try to break it. Um, Seeing that both Roscoe and... Margo are lagging behind. I'm going to stop, turn around, and cast. I don't have anything planned, so I guess we'll do Eldritch Blast on the Garden Chainmail that's blocking there. Not the Crown of Madness one, but the other one. Well, the Crown of Madness is plate mail, and you can only see one target. So I can, so I can only see them. You can only see one of the guards in chain shirt. Okay, then I will, yeah, I will target one of them. Because uh, you're pretty far into the hallway. Okay, I, well, I will target the one that I see, provided they aren't the... Okay. Which they aren't. Oh, but that's terrible. The first roll is... Oh, wait, but I have awesome stone that does awesome things. It probably does hit then. So that is... 17. That will hit? To hit. Okay. Uh, seven damage. All right. Are you trying to kill him? No, I'm just trying to knock him unconscious. Yeah, you succeed. And since that's the one target I can see, I will wait for my companions to catch up. All righty. Flint. Yay. You know that Margo is fighting some guards. You know that uh, Rovarth is no longer invisible. 
and shot off an Eldritch Blast and knocked one of the guards out. Uh, unfortunately, that was the only guard you could actually see from your position. Mm. I'm going to sneak back, like, a little closer to see see if I can see anyone else in the room. Like, 15 feet. Well, you, you can only go 10 feet before you would be in Margo Square. Um, but you're still not really... Like, you can see someone, but it's going to be real fucking hard to hit them. So what, what I want to do is, um, if one of them moves closer and I can reach them, I want to ready a shocking grass so I can shock them when they get close to me. Okay. So, the other guard in plate mail enters the room and takes over the spot where the unconscious guy is. Uh, but that's all he can do. But now it is Crown of Madness turn. Okay. Um, just like him to attack the nearest ally of his. And there's two. There's one in plate mail and one in chain. The plate mail. Okay. Let's see. Because he actually gets two attacks. Uh, 23 hits for six damage. And he swings again. And a 22 hits for, holy shit, 15 damage. He hit that guy real fucking hard. Yeah. Oh, Lord, he, he did a lot. Almost took half this guy's fucking hit points at one go. Oh, God. Uh, but now he gets to make a wisdom save. <laughs> yep, DC 16. He's going to feel real bad if he snaps, too. <laughs> he got another natural one. <laughs> oh. oh, buddy. Oh, boy. Um, This guard's real fucking confused. So he's going to attack Roscoe because he under he has a base understanding of how magic works. Mm-hmm. I don't know how magic works, but this is some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, he got a 16 to hit Roscoe. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he goes to stab at you with this spear and you bring your uh, golden dragon scale bracer up and it skids off the scales and misses you. Uh, Margo, it's your turn. I'm going to stab at one of these chainmail guys that's near me. There's only one left. Oh, yay. I'm going to stab at him. Rovarth fired and hit the other one. (laughs) Fifteen? That will not hit. Oh, wait. No, actually, I'm sorry. Will hit because he doesn't have a shield. Oh, good, 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 good. Uh, He's unconscious. You don't have to roll damage. It's not possible for you to get less than two damage. Oh, okay. So he's dead. Yeah. Well, is are he... you trying to kill him? No, 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 no. I'm not trying to kill him. I'm trying to knock him out. Okay. I'm sorry. And is the other one close enough? There are two. There is uh, one guy in plate mail with a Roscoe crown cast a spell, and he has a crown of iron spikes around his head. And he also attacked the other guy in plate mail who is very badly hurt. I'm going to go after the guy that's not in plate mail. They're both in plate mail. Oh, well, I'm going to go after 
one of them is has a magical spell on him from Roscoe, and the other one is badly hurt. I'm going to try to go after the one with the spell. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Ooh, 28. That will hit. 13 damage. All right. God, that's fucking wild. I was looking to see... Oh, does it get to make its wisdom save? It's if it's attacked. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. All right. Uh, Roscoe, it's your turn. I'm just gonna keep concentration one. Um. Well, that's a non-action. That's a non-action. Yeah. Okay, so. So we got one. In, we have one up in my grill, correct? The only one up in your grill is the one that you're mind controlling. Oh, okay. In that case, you know what? All I'm going to do is cast Blade Ward on my strike, just in case someone tries to attack me. Um, I think Blade Ward is a concentration spell. Let me just double it check. Is. It's a, okay, I won't do that, then, because I really want to keep this guy enchanted. There's two people left, right? Yep. Okay, the one that's not enchanted, I'm just going to look at it and go... Those who have been oppressing will now feel what it means to be oppressed. The blood of tyrants will spill in this room today. Vicious mockery. All right. He got a nine. Uh, what's the damage? Oh, what love? I forgot. I'm. You get two d four. Yeah, so that's eight actually. Nice. And disadvantage on next attack roll. All right. Uh, he's not doing great. You hurt his feelings really bad. <laughs> Good. Rovarth, you can see a guy in plate mail. Well, if I can see a guy in plate mail, I'm going to fire another blast at him. Time to break some plates. <laughs> <laughs> With some blasts. Some blasts! That, that, that's that's a natural one. Yeah, that'll, that'll miss. Ooh, but that's a 19 plus 10, so 29. I'm going to give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> a kind, benevolent GM. <laughs> I can just say I love that we found the mana stone. Um, so that's five force damage. Five force damage. That hurts. And again, I'm going to keep waiting till my friends catch up. All right. Uh, Flint, it is clear that none of them are going to get closer to you. But you can see a guy in plate mail. Is this the one that's badly hurt? The one that Roscoe's mind controlling? The one that's badly hurt. I want to shock him just to knock him out. You'll have to move into the room. And, I mean, you can knock him out regardless. Shocking grasp does not actually knock people unconscious. Like, that's not a generic function of the spell. Yeah, forget it, Shocking Grass. I'm just going to sneak in the room and knock him out. So you're going to move into the room? Yeah. Okay. How are you going to knock him out? Uh, I was looking through my things and realized I still have a hand axe. Yeah, I'm just going to hit him with a blunt end. <laughs> okay. Yay, hold on. 17? Uh, no, that will not hit. 
Ah, fuck. Uh, but that guy... Shit, he doesn't know what to do. He's gonna have to attack Margo. Margo's actually shit. No, he has to attack the other guy. Because he's the only he's the one who's really fucked him up. Uh, that fails to hit. But that does hit for 10 damage. Um, that was actually a dumb thing for me to have him do, but I already said the words. <laughs> uh, Roscoe. Or no, it is this knight's turn. I assume you're going the crown of madness. Is going to attack the other guy. Fair. Let's see if he kills him. Uh, well, he hits for five damage. And he hits for seven damage. So he doesn't quite kill him. But he is so badly hurt. So, so badly hurt. And now it is Margot's turn. He's going to be hurting more in a minute. Oh, 25. Which one are you attacking? The one that had the crown of thorns. Okay. 12 damage. Alrighty. Well, what did you roll to hit him? I forgot. 25. 25. That's right. Okay. All right. He's still alive and awake. Okay. I'm going to hit him again. Okay. Hmm. That's a 13. That's not going to no, hit. No, that's not going to do it. Yeah. Well, that is all for my turn. All right. Roscoe. I. I'm just going to look at the guy who's getting attacked by the crown of iron guy and go, it's your friends who will always be the ones who hurt you the most, isn't it? <laughs> Vicious mockery. Damn. Oh, he failed. Six damage. Uh, are you trying to kill him? No. Okay. Then he is knocked unconscious. And there is just the crown of madness guy. Rovarth, you see no one. Keep waiting for my friends to catch up. Okay. Flint. Okay, this dude's out. Flint's gonna cast the invisibility. Actually, no, I'm gonna wait. For, I'm gonna... Sneak out of the room first and catch up to Rovarth. Are you gonna what what are you You can't sneak out of the room. The guy can see you. You're not invisible. Crown of Madness guy or is there another guy? Crown of Madness guy. He's not fully mind controlled. It says nothing ah. in there about him not being able to attack, take attacks of opportunity. Ah, cool. Shocking grasp on him. Okay. And since he's wearing plate mail, I get advantage. Mm -hmm. 18. That'll hit. Oh, boy. You know, it's probably a good thing that we're not level 11 yet, or else this would hurt much more. Actually, no. That'd be a 15. 15 damage? Yeah, I rolled very well. Nice. He is still up, but very badly hurt. Can't take actions until uh, his... Reactions. Yeah, he can't take reactions until his next turn. Yes. Um, and I gotta double check. Lasting. 
beginning of each turn. So, at the start of his turn, he passes out. He was next. Okay. <laughs> and I just had to see whether he takes damage at the beginning or end of his turn. But it, uh, lasting damage specifies the beginning of their turn. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <laughs> you guys uh, head out. And um, I'm assuming Margo goes ahead and uses your last coin. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Margo, go ahead and make one last stealth check for the entire group. Bless this die, please. You have advantage. 20. All right. You guys get outside. You're at the wall. That's good. Um, but you might have to uh, rely on Rovarth flying. Like... I'm going to just go ahead and throw it. You guys are going to have to get rid of your invisibility so that Rovarth can fly Flint and then fly Roscoe over the wall. Okay. Uh, Because all of you are smart enough to know that if you wait for that gate to open again, the invisibility is probably going to go away anyway. Yep. Mm -hmm. Then we'll do that. All right. Um, Rovarth, make two stealth checks. All right. And Margo, do 12. you go over the wall immediately, or do you wait for uh, Rovarth to come back with? Yeah, I'm going to wait, okay. just to be sure. Uh, so you said 12? Yeah, first one's 12. All right. And the second one's 19. Okay. Uh, Flint, make me a stealth check. Mm-hmm. And then Margo, make a stealth check. 17. Okay. 19. Okay. When you fly Flint over, there's a brief moment where you think you might have given away your position, but Flint immediately, you know, just slams his body up against the wall. And you're confident that you weren't seen. Okay. Um, And Flint, you go ahead and cast Invisibility as you do um, to make everybody invisible again to make it easier to get away from the wall. And you guys have successfully heisted the uh, Empress's Palace. And with that, this episode is over. Good job. Yay! <laughs> I'm so glad. That was fun. <laughs> Stress. Been a while since I used Crown of Madness. So you guys have pluggables? Yeah. Um, I have a Twitter, an Instagram, and a TikTok. All are elvenly underscore E. I mainly I mainly yell about things. I do also talk about things I'm passionate about. So it's not all just yelling. Sometimes it's just excited ramblings. So yeah, go forth. Have a good time. I have a YouTube channel that is Arasil Prime on YouTube where I play various RPG-related Let's Plays. And I have a good time. So check that out. I'm on Instagram as Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. I'm on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer, and I write about pro wrestling at VoicesOfWrestling.com under my name, Jerry Evans. That wraps it up. Have a good night. 
I'm Ashley. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under Am Cosplay Queen, posting about cosplay and also uh, role playing game related things. And once upon a dream, I have been Eli Royal, and you can find me online at Royal Artists and Props. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.